Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings, and we just want to say hi to all of our viewers out there at The Voice of Healing Radio and also our Voice of Healing Television. You know, um, being here at the reawakening in Dallas has really uh, brought so many people in compared to the last few uh, reawakenings we've been at. Uh, one of the things I'm realizing more and more, there's such an awakening. There is a reawakening. There is people starting to understand. There is people getting into the battle and, and uh, you know, and protecting the freedom, the constitutional rights, not only of our nation, of our people, but also the services um, that are provided to us. You know, one of the big things that we really need uh, to be doing is we need to be encouraging those first responders that are out there. You know, so many of them have put their uh, lives on the line for what is going on. And we really need to make sure that they understand what's going on. Uh, Give them the video, uh, give them a recording, let them know that there are those out there that want to help, amen. I'm here with Jason Wheat and Wendy Williams. They're with Operation Freedom of Choice, which uh, I'm gonna, I'll let them talk about it, but they're really standing in the gap for those that are out there and being force, uh, force vaccinated pretty much. And, and they're, make, they're standing up and making a difference within our, within our first responder communities. Thank both of you for, for coming onto the show. And uh, what, what had got you into this of, of getting into the public about what was going on within the first responders of uh, the, really the country right now? Well, uh, about four months ago, around the beginning of August, uh, Wendy and I are part of Orange County Fire Rescue in Orlando, and we were one of the first fire departments in probably the United States to get uh, mandated with the vaccine or face termination. Mm. And um, at the time, there was probably myself, Wendy, and about seven, eight, eight firefighters that we knew that we needed to stand up, we needed to do something, but we know that we couldn't do it by ourselves. Yeah. So we try to reach out, you know, to everywhere, lawyers, we try to reach out to governors, and we weren't getting any response, so we kind of felt lost, and we felt... Uh, just the stress and then the overall not be able to take care of your families if we lose our careers and careers that we love doing and and we think that you know God gave us that mission to do things to take care of people and to take care of the public and we were about to lose that over something that you know we just wanted the right to choose what's best for ourselves Mm -hmm. and that's why we we chose to uh, get Operation Freedom of Choice going and get it started um, so we can gather more people give power and numbers and then not let other firefighters around the state, around the nation, feel that they're by themselves or be in the predicament that we were. Yeah. And uh, from us getting together and a an organization, we turned, we turned around the termination of us getting fired and we saved all of our jobs. 
with the help of Governor DeSantis as well. And um, we were able to stand up together. 599 out of 1,400 firefighters in our department stood up and said, no, we weren't going to do it. Wow. And that's what got termination taken off, off of the table. And we want to get our message out there and let them know that no, everyone is not alone and that uh, we ha they have someone to turn to if they need help. What, what was the response from the, the, the firefighter community or maybe even the first responder community? Because so many people think that the police forces and the firefighters and the, the, the EMTs, they, they really think, well, they're part of it. But I've talked to so many of them and said that because they see so much, they don't want, they don't want to be part of it. Right. Well, I will tell you this right now. Ultimately, we've had the support of firefighters, paramedics, nurses, LEOs from around the state of Florida. But more nice. importantly, we are set up as firefighters initially. So we started that red line with our brothers down south from Miami all the way up to Jacksonville, mm. going to Panama City, down to Tampa. Our organization, Operation Freedom of Choice, is started and run by firefighters throughout the state of Florida to stop this mandate. We wanted to stop it in Central Florida before it bled out. So with the help of Miami-Dade's union, with the help of Palm Beach County's union, Hialeah's union, down there, they came up to basically our rescue here in Orange County and helped us fight this civilly. And without the brotherhood, without the support from the 305 all the way up to the 407, all the way up to Northern Florida, it has been such a beautiful family push to stand and hold that red line against these unlawful mandates, especially since our mayor, Jerry Demings, had put this unlawful mandate on us and it was making our firemen sick. It was wow. making them so stressed knowing that they would lose what they have worked decades for, what they have been taught and trained, the hundreds of thousands of dollars the taxpayers has put into our training so that we can be there for them in their worst moments to help save lives, Amen. to protect property and firefighters. You know, we are the hand of God, but we are there for the community. And our, and our awareness was to bring our community out and say, hey, look at what's happening to your firefighters. Yeah. Our firefighters, a lot of us have already had COVID. I've had COVID, Jason's have COVID, mm -hmm. and we are surviving survivors of COVID, yeah. but it should be about choice. And if some firefighters are saying, hey, I don't want to do this, sure. maybe this should be a time where the community goes, well, why are these firefighters wanting to do this? Mm. Question themselves. Do that critical thinking and say, hey, if these firefighters are saying, why don't we wait on this? Maybe we should look into that. Amen. But this comes down to choice. And as yep. Jason and I have said multiple times, if it's something you want to do, do it. If it's something you don't want to do it, but don't push it on someone and threaten their livelihood. Sure. You know, you know, Wendy, one of the things we have seen, one of the things I, I get asked this question all the time, it's, it's one of those questions because so many people are afraid of getting vaccinated, not because of what they're seeing in the news or media, because it's pretty much an, a media blackout. But what they're seeing, what's happening within their own families. Like so many families are saying, so many people are coming, my uncle got vaccinated, died. My mother got vaccinated, died. And I just keep hearing it, but I have yet to hear anybody that got COVID and died. I mean, they're, I know they're out there. I, I just heard a number, I couldn't believe it. I had to, to verify it, that, that Australia, with all of its lockdowns and everything else, 
only 1,200 people in, in this country of Australia have died from COVID. Exactly, I heard the same thing. It, it, it's, it's, um, it's, it's ridiculous. Yep. It's ridiculous and, what they're doing. And thinking about the, the mandates uh, how, and the lockdowns, how many people it's affecting, you know, over that 1,200 people that supposedly died from COVID. Yep. You know, that's millions of people in this country are losing, you know, their livelihoods, their jobs, and getting locked up and, and down. And, and the added, like she said, the added stress, you know, and then now suicides sure. are up, everything is up, and it's just a, a, a whole big problem. Well, yeah, it does. It overlays into so many other things, like you said, suicides, uh, other sicknesses from stress. Uh, it, it's a it's a terrible thing, and and uh, people don't realize everything else that, that is really going on behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. So so all the all I mean, literally, Wendy, I love what you said about all the the firefighters, all the all the people coming together. They're really your are, are there for the community, the the EMTs, the the people that are helping others that get COVID, that are there for something happens with their home fires. Um, the work that you guys do as first responders, um, do you see this happening in other states also? Yes, we do. And, and are you affiliated with those those organizations? So we at Operation Freedom of Choice, we have actually structured and organized. That's what firemen do and yeah. firefighters, excuse me. These are good at it. And, <laughs> and that's what we do. So what we, our organization specifically, we've connected to 10 countries internationally. We also have 16 states, I'm sorry, 12 countries internationally, 16 states nationally. We have different counties and throughout the state of Florida that we do networking with and structuring and giving advice and listening. I will tell you, this is a very stressful situation. This is, it's, it makes you sick mentally. We've heard the cries of, what am I going to do? How am I going to support my family? And then, do I, should I just get the shot and give up my freedom and my, my right as an American to choose what you do and what you don't do with your body. I am yeah. a veteran of the United States Marine Corps and never in my life would I think that I would be on U.S. soil fighting yeah. for my freedom, let alone being on another country's soil fighting for theirs, but fighting for my own freedom. Yeah. I am an American. And I am a woman. I am a mother of five. I am a wife to a first responder. And I'm a Marine. And nobody on this earth, man or woman, is going to tell me what I can and cannot do to my body. And this is where the statement ends. Amen. I, I love that. Hallelujah. I, you know, actually, I'm trying to get more people to be have that type of mentality. I mean, because we really have to see, you know, there's so much being hidden from us in the news, uh, different things. And... and, and People are not really realizing what's going on. I've had EMTs come to me as a pastor and ask me if they could literally repent because they said, we, we're killing people by... by uh, Injuring the, the, the jab. Because, it, well, not just the jab, it's the... Uh, the, the, the at first, it was the uh, mask. Masks, yeah. and, and he said, we realized that was our fault now. Right. You know, and it was so pushed at the beginning. Luckily, we were... People were smart enough to see it at the beginning and not, you know, really, you know, push it the way it will. I, I really believe it was meant to be pushed. Mm -hmm. But um, so all these other um, organizations coming in from other states, how big is this getting? 
uh, we, we needed to get bigger. That's why we're here. If you would have asked us five months ago, you know, would we be here talking to you or, you know, or having this organization operate Freedom of Choice, I probably would say, I, you know, you're crazy, you know, get out of here. But uh, from us going, what we had to go through and seeing the stress and people reaching out for us to help and everything like that, um, and the way we actually formed and actually got termination and got a little bit of shut up our firefighters by sticking together and getting power of the numbers. That's why we feel now we need to get the message out to everybody, like you said, to other organizations, whether it be frontline workers, whether it be nurses, whether it be, be police officers, you know, anybody that's affected by these mandates, we want the, to, to join together. And yep. together, if all of us join together, how powerful that's, is that going to be? How powerful are we going to spread the message and spread the message to those people that are putting the mandates down there saying, no, we're not going to take it. And now what are you going to do? And exactly. that's what we're trying to hear and trying to get that message out there to let people know that we're not alone and to join hands, to join forces and fight against this evilness. Well, and, and also to add to that, we have come out. We are coming out and we are uniting to let the public know that the red line, the blue line, the frontline workers were standing up and taking charge and saying, you are not going to do to that to us. We are firefighters. We run into burning buildings. There's no fear. We go into some of the worst situations that you would see, vehicle accidents, hazmat. There's no fear. We're there on those EMS calls as paramedics, yeah. saving people's lives, being there, holding the hand in the worst moment of individuals when they're praying to God for help. And we are there. And to have this attack on us just lets us know they're trying to go after the strong. They're yeah. trying to go after the ones that are fearless. Amen. We see things that people wouldn't even come out of their room and stay in the dark for weeks, but we go right back to the station, clean up, and we're back on that next call. Yeah. And I will say this, that this does not stop here. We are uniting. Amen. We're coming together as frontline workers through the United States and internationally to join with other organizations sure. to not let our rights be sacrificed, to law-abiding, I should say, politicians. Yeah. Our job is to save lives. We protect property. Amen. We need to let the hero work stay here. The public officials that say they're saving our lives to put these mandates stick to the lawmaking. The yeah. lawmaking is set up, and their job is specifically to have laws to protect our freedoms. Right. Our freedoms. Why don't you leave the life savings to the people that are professionals at it? Amen. We last week, uh, or last uh, conference back in uh, San Antonio, I was talking to one of the... Uh, heads of the fire uh, fighters out there. Basically, they're the ones that are, you know, in California, we love our fire, or our forest fires, oh, yeah. right? So, but again, they're uniting it. They'd be a great uh, uh, place for you guys to start. Sheriff's mm -hmm. County, same thing. They're starting to stand up and fight. When, when you see California standing up and saying, enough is enough, then you know it's going to go countrywide. Yep. You know when, when you guys can all see, you know, it's one thing for me to say it, uh, you know, I'm a pastor. I see things at a, a bigger level from inside the church, right? But you, again, you guys are out there on the front line. You see what's really happening. And it, it you know, like I said before, the, the nurse that came in to me and said that the majority of people that were dying in their hospital and their ERs were, were jab people, right? Yeah, yeah. People, and, that, and that's, that's where we're, we're transporting on the hospitals almost every day is, is the jab people. Exactly, and, and, and it's not time to wake up. And I, I, I said, you know, it's time for that message to get out here. Mm -hmm. and across the nation because the message is getting out right. and you're going to be surprised how fast things are going to grow with, uh, with people coming on board with you. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. 
gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. Well, and I also think we now, with time being what it is, understand the efficacy of this vaccine. People that are vaccinated are getting COVID. People that are unvaccinated are getting COVID. COVID has no particular person. They have no particular person that's vaccinated. So the question is this, should I or shouldn't I? It's not necessarily a question. Here in America, it should be a choice. And if you feel that the vaccination is right for you, then take it. But don't push it on me because as a born American, as a veteran, I have that choice. I have that right. Don't try to take it away because guess what? The red line is drawn. Your firemen here, your LEOs are here, and we're uniting and we're fighting from the East Coast to the West Coast. Amen. I'm in the fight with you guys. That's awesome. If you need any any help, I'm I'm in the fight. I'm already getting hammered, so I might as well take a little few more jabs, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, we need all the help, help we can get, you know, and we'll take all the help we can get. And the more, the more you know, we sit together and, and the more we work together for the same goal, the more we're going to get accomplished and we're going to stop this. And, and I would like to add one thing. Sure. When it came to us in Central Florida, we were looking for, I guess, I guess you could say structure, but we were also looking for leadership. And we all came together and we we're a brotherhood. So yeah. there's no head person in our family. And that's what we call it is, you know, with the red line is our family. Yeah. We have united. But more importantly, when you're struggling like this, you can look for the legal, the legal ways of doing this. Here, when we were in Central Florida, and I'm speaking as an Orange County firefighter, when we were looking to have someone represent us, it was very difficult to find the legal representation. Mm. So we had to go outside our Central Florida area down south, and we were very lucky to find a Cuban-American woman, Rachel Rodriguez, who's our lawyer, who stepped in and stepped up to Mayor Jerry Demings and our Board of County Commissioners to say, hey, I'm going to represent these guys. These are hard, and gals, these are hard-working Americans American firefighters that are putting their life on the line every day and you're trying to take their rights away. And if you need assistance, whether you're in Florida, whether you're here in Texas, whether you're here anywhere in the United States or international, you can go to our website, operationfreedomofchoice.org, and you can contact us and we will do our very best to direct you in the right direction, which will probably save time and help your initiative to get on track and join and unite. Amen. Now, do you have some type of uh, website or anything that people can get in contact with you and say, I want to support you, I'm going to put finances mm-hmm. into this, well, that, yes. I want to be, I want help, or yeah. I'm a firefighter from, you know, or a police officer right. from California, what do we do? We want to tie in with you guys. Right. So if you would like to help support us at Operation Freedom of Choice, you can go to our website, operationfreedomofchoice.org. We do have a donation button. We also have other contacts that you can see on how we're structured and also our mission. So we do have a Venmo, we have a Cash App, we have a Give, Send, Go. We are supporting firefighters, not just in Florida, but you know throughout the states. We also and, have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter, and we have Instagram as well, yeah. too. Operation Freedom of Choice as well. So we Operator have all those avenues. You know, you know, Michael, it's, it's tough because we're so used to helping others as first responders. It's very hard to ask for help. And we are self-funded, aside from donations from the local unions of Hialeah, Miami-Dade, and West Palm Beach, Beach County. Palm Beach County, they are like Miami-Dade, Palm Beach County are the top two largest departments in the state. And when we went to fight the civilly, they were Hialeah, Miami-Dade, and Palm Beach County were the only unions that gave 
or contributed any money and everything else has come out of our firefighters and donations from our community. Wow. So to not have the support of our local 2057 in Central Florida was very difficult. Yeah. But you know what? This Operation Freedom of Choice, we are firefighters from all over the state of Florida. So the love from the south to the north to the west, it's been beautiful. And, and we've been joining with different organizations all the way from like Florida Freedom Keepers and then now America's Project. So a lot of organizations have reached out and actually got behind us and we're getting behind them. And, yeah. and power in numbers is, is that where we're going to get it done. The more organizations exactly. we can have joined together, uh, the better the battle is going to be. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I, I honestly, I, I, even from last month when we were in the San Antonio meetings till now, there's been a change. And, and people that came in here for the first time, like the Airline Pilots Association, yep. um, they're, they're putting up a website, or they did put up a website by all the people that COVID has affected the jab in the airlines, yep. pilots, pilots that are dying from the jab. I, I personally know a spirits pilot that I went to college with. He passed away up in the air from, from blood clots from the vaccines. Exactly. Matter of fact, uh, morticians that, that, are, that are opening the bodies, and that's all they're seeing is blood clots in these bodies. So, you know, it, 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 it has to get out. It's, it's time to quit being quiet. It's time to wake people up. But you guys, you know, you would not... You know, I'll just say it this way. I'll, I'll let Yen's off of the hook, right. right? You would not say we don't want to get vaccinated right. for a reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we refuse. And that's what, you know, when you see doctors, when you see nurses, when you see firefighters, you see the frontline workers that have been taking care of this thing since day one. Yeah. You know, we were there on the lines from the first COVID thing, walking into apartments with families full of COVID, not knowing the ramifications, not knowing the survivability rate. And you see us not wanting to take the vaccine. There's a reason for that. Well, and, and also this is that we have a lot of brothers and sisters that are vaccinated. And it was very hopeful when this vaccine came out for them. But the efficacy of it is not what it was intended, or I exactly. should say hoped yeah. for or prayed for. They're getting it. So yeah. it's not working as they hoped. And no. so the boosters now that are coming out is something they question. You know, when these COVID cards came out and I looked at the lines on the back of them and I said underneath and I go, wow, I wonder what these lines are for. And now it's coming out that, you know, hey, you need to get your third shot. You need to get your fourth shot. And, and so my question is this, is that if you want to get it, get it. But don't tell me to get right. it because I personally have seen things and I'm making a personal choice as a woman with my body is that this is not for me. Maybe it's for you. But at Operation Freedom of Choice, we have brothers and sisters that are vaccinated and unvaccinated, and everybody stands for one thing, choice. Yeah. And, you, and like, you, you see the state, of, the country of Australia has bought vaccinations for the next four years wow. That's for crazy. their people, for all their people. So this is planned. Oh, yeah. This and is not, yeah. oh, well, the, then, you know, by the end of the year, everybody will be all right. Exactly. So it's it's And it's how, how are they, they're not letting unvaccinated people out of the country. They're not letting uh, uh, any uh, unvaccinated in the country. And how is the new variant there, you know, with, with that if the, the vaccine works, you know? Sure. So. Well, you know, the other thing is crazy is that there are literally camps there now where they're in camp, uh, they're, yeah. you know. Concentration camps, yeah. where people in there, they're, they're holding them down, force vaccinating them. This was a democratic country at one time. How did it turn from that? I've had friends say that it would never happen here. And now they're calling me saying, pray for us. Right. You know, uh, this is what's really happening here. People can't believe it. Mm -hmm. And, 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 What's not to say it wouldn't happen here if we don't right. stand up and unite and together? Right. We, we got to stop ignoring it and we got to we got to start fighting. You know, exactly. the, the natural immunity is being ignored too. Like like Wendy said, I think sixty or seventy percent of our apartment has had COVID, 
And then in the beginning, they said, oh, you know, natural immunity is going to last two to three months. Get the jab. Yeah. You know, uh, it, the jab is going to cause you to. And then I got my natural antibodies tested. I've had COVID probably um, about 17 months ago, and I still have 80% natural antibodies in, in, my, in my blood. Actually, the, 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 the medical um, scientific proof is coming out that for those that have had COVID, they're, they're now, those bodies are building up antibodies against it, that your immune system is better than any vaccination exactly. that you're gonna get. Fact, exactly. that's fact. People need to wake up to it. Sorry, I interrupted you, Wendy. No, no, it's fine. I'm listening. Jason and I are kind I, of like, like, I want to get into this. Yeah. Well, we're, as I was we, thinking it, he would say that. Each other. So we do. <laughs> we're good. We're good wingmen. So yeah, yeah, we, you know, we, Army we, and We've been in this fight since, since we since we started together, and uh, and I, you know, without her, and uh, we wouldn't be where we are today. You know, and and she's she's done most, you know, you know, wonderful things. You know, and, and to fight against this, and I'm glad, lucky to have her on my side. And uh, that's what we know. Together as a team, you know, we started this, and, and they've grown this, this big in four months. Who would ever thought that we'd be at this point? We, 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 we've had a large majority of in our church get COVID, right? A lot of people got COVID. Um, it, it, it wasn't, some of it wasn't even worse than a common cold. I couldn't believe it. Like, from what I was, the fear and everything that was from the beginning, and I'm like, everybody's getting over it, like in a day, some in two days, some was a little longer, but nothing. You know, we had a few bad cases, but other than that, it was just like everybody was fine. Exactly. Then there was a guy in our ministry that got, he was, he's probably about 450 pounds and, you know, five foot tall and has sugar. He had all the, the you know, bad heart problem, had a trach, he, you know, from... Uh, some, something that happened in his lungs. I said, if anybody's going to die, it's going to be this guy. Sure enough, he goes into the hospital. You know, two days later, he was out. Oh, wow. And when I seen him completely, you know, fine, then I'm, I'm also good friends with Dr. Stella Emanuel. Right? She's a pastor. She's been, been putting people on the droxyhydroquine and, and those things. She just told me, she goes, we've had over 25, 30,000 people that we've treated even worse, bad cases, and they're all fine. May, may I bounce off that? Sure. So we focus so many, so many times, and we look at the negatives of things, and everybody's like, oh, this person got COVID, this person got COVID. Okay, well, let's keep looking. Let's look at the survivability rate. Look how many people have had COVID and lived. Yeah. And you look at the ratio of those that have succumbed, and it's very sad because we all know somebody. Sure. We all know that, you know, that love that we had that it's lost because of possibly this virus or complications. Let me rephrase that, complications from this virus. Yeah. So I would say this, viruses don't go away. Look at the flu. Everybody mm. goes and gets their flu shot. Well, that's kind of a guessing game anyhow on which strand's going to be there. So when people get influenza, and I've been a paramedic, I, I, I teach, I'm a preceptor as well, so there's teaching and instruction going. When you get the flu, you normally, if you do succumb, it's normally from complications from it, pneumonia, sepsis, things like that. Yes. So now that the COVID vaccination is out, it should be a choice, just like the flu shot is. If you want it, get it. If you don't, then don't. But don't force it. Don't force something you know that's efficacy is not there. So is there anything else you want to get out there to your brother and sisters in arms? Uh, information, how people get a hold of you. We already yeah. talked about that, but uh, I, I would say, put you know, it out there again. Yeah, I would say we, we reach out to us. We, we, we're going to re reach out to them and uh, to get stronger. Like I said, power in numbers is what's going to get it done. And the more organizations we get together, and uh, we were talking about this last night, is 
you know, it's not about our organization being in charge. It's not about that organization being in charge. We're all in this fight and we all need to join together. And we're all, just like Wendy said, we're all one. There's not a higher rank. There's not a general. There's not a captain. It's all of us coming together, joining hands, locking arms and holding that line. And then we're going to push back against this. And, and that's the only way everything's going to get taken care of. Amen. And I would like to say to all the public officials, to those that are in standing where they have authority, if you think you're going to put this mandate on the firefighters, on the paramedics, on the nurses, on the doctors, you have, you're on notice because the red line's here, the blue line's here, and we're standing hard. And I will tell you this, one thing you don't mess with is your heroes, your frontline workers, because we have no fear. We have love in our heart. We have God on our side. And when you mix up Marine Corps veterans, Army veterans, Navy veterans, and Air Force veterans, there's no stopping us. We're going to beat this. We're going to unite with organizations all across the nation and the country. And I will tell you this, don't tread on us. Amen. I I believe exactly what you're saying because even as you are talking, I I know other organizations that want to tie in and be part of of what you're doing. Not only just part of it, but to protect themselves also. We we need more people like Governor DeSantis. We need more people like Governor Abbott. We need more people like uh, Attorney General Ashton Moody. We need more people like that to stand up and uh, bring bring the fight as well because they helped us and now, you know, we need their, them, their help. So. And to, to our brothers and sisters out there, whether yeah. you're blue line, red line, nurses or doctors, if you need to talk, if you need to reach out, go to our website, operationfreedomofchoice.org, contact us. We will do our very best to get back to you and help you and get you to where you're in a position to fight along all the patriots in America here that are standing up for their rights against these unlawful mandates. We, I'm going to ask you one more question. I'm going to throw one more in because yeah, it, it, it's current news. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Uh, we just found out that yesterday the the, uh, the Senate vote. Now, we're talking about the Senate. Mm-hmm. We're talking about something that was held by Democrats. Yes. Have now voted against Biden's mandates right, and said it, it's done. We don't we don't want to deal with it, right? Was, was that every single one, the Medicare, Medicaid, and then it was also the federal contract? I, I don't know because I just found about right, it on the I way here. It's, it's so still a blessing. Let, let so what do you, you think about this? Let me help educate you on some of this that we've recently been educated on. The CMS system that does the billing for Medicaid and Medicare, that's one thing that's been problematic with um, enforcing the mandates and the financial funding that comes from certain grants and federal groups and national groups. And private as well. So that is really affecting our nurses and our doctors right now. We're lucky enough in the state of Florida to have Governor DeSantis as well as a lot of our legislature, Senator Burgess, who's the one that actually put the bill up there for vote and put it together. We're very lucky in the state of Florida as state workers, local workers, county workers, but it's our private industry that's being affected and it just makes my heart swell to know that people are standing up. What needs to happen is people need to wake up, get off your couch, get in the streets, get to these rallies, let the people know, let the world know that America is here. People are watching America. They're like, what is America doing? You know why? We have the Second Amendment. You know why? We have the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We, you know why? We are a republic, so we're also protected with our state constitutional rights. People need to get up, quit watching, 
lead. Unite. Yep. Come out with us. Go to your rallies. Go to your meetings. Come out and let your voice be heard. Don't let it be silent because they are trying to take our voices away. They're trying to take our jobs away. And nobody, nobody's going to mess with my brothers and sisters in the department and nobody's going to mess with my family. And as an American, as a veteran, nobody is going to mess with any citizen in the United States on my watch. Amen. No, and, and now you say you said the Senate's standing up, you know, so uh-huh. we're seeing because the people are moving, because of these rallies, because of, you know, organizations like this, because of conferences like this, Amen. I think now we're waking the Senate up, we're waking the, the you know, Washington, D.C. up and letting them know that we're not going to take it. And and uh, they're, they're actually starting to pass good bills now, so... Wendy, you need to get a job as a motivational speaker because I know a lot of big corporations would love to have you. You What? what? (laughs) Let me tell you what. When I hear the voices and the cries of my brothers and sisters from my own family, the stress that comes on, it just motivates me. And my Marine comes out and I'm like, hoorah, and and separate fine. And I'm like, uniting with anybody I can because you know what? We're going to beat this. There's right. no stop. There's no quit. It's, it's the end game, and that's what we're focused on. Amen. Operation Freedom of Choice. Please get in contact with them. Jason Weed and Wendy Williams, you guys have been such a blessing. Yeah. We want to work with you. Ah. Whatever you need, we're, we're you know. In. We get the building. We're actually thinking about getting a building in Orlando. Oh, sweet. We'll be the first ah. ones there. There you, there you go. So we'll, we'll, we're, we're going to get on the ground with you. And I... I just want to thank all our listeners out there all over the world. The Voice of Healing uh, radio and media outlets, please. Uh, Operation Freedom of Choice. We need to help them. We need to send in finance. Um, this affects all of us. It just doesn't affect um, our frontline services. This affects every American, every human all over the world. And until we stand up and say, no, it stops here Like uh, this brother and sister are saying, it, it's just going to be pushed on us, and, and, and enough is enough. So we want to thank you out there for listening. Please get in contact with us, voiceofhealing.com. And uh, if you need their information, also get in contact with us, and we'll send that, uh, we'll send that information to them. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.